Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I had the opportunity to sit down and discuss what being a success coach and a mom of triplets is like with my guest, Marta. Marta is helping moms find their purpose in life postpartum by identifying their passions and pursuing them without fear or guilt because she believes in her heart and soul that moms really can do it all. But here's the kicker. In order to do it all, they have to make sure that they're taking care of themselves first. Something that can be controversial but something that she explains so perfectly in this episode. Good morning, Marta. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and share with us all a little bit about yourself? Yes. So my name is Marta Spurk. I'm a success coach, but first and foremost, I'm a triplet Mm, mom. (laughs) Yes. um, I've been working with, encouraging people I feel like for a long time I started tutoring English Um, I'm I'm from Brazil I was born and raised down there I started tutoring English when I was like 14 that's when I realized I really liked teaching and just encouraging and empowering I guess Um, and my my mom is a pastor so I grew up in a Christian home I was always very involved in church eventually that turned into uh, translating and interpreting because she had a lot of contact with American pastors. And that's actually the reason why I ended up in the U.S. was because I met my husband in Oklahoma in a church conference. And we did the long distance thing for a while. And then eventually I moved to the U.S. Um, And in terms of my career, so I continued on to become a translator. I um, I have a, a bachelor's in translation. And then uh, I got my master's here in the U.S. in linguistics. It's always been about the languages, but with, you know, the teaching mixed in. Uh, And then after I had the kids, after I had the triplets, my life turned completely, did a 360, I should say, or a 180. It was rightfully so Um, with one child, let alone with triplets. Yeah. And then becoming a stay at home mom, it was hard um, to just. I've been always very active doing all kinds of things, you know, and to just, you know, be at home because it's hard getting out of the house, you know, when they were babies, even now being toddlers, uh, doing this by myself. So that's when I started my coaching business and it was with fitness at the time through network marketing. It was really helpful. I started it mostly for me because I wanted to do something for for me. And then the opportunity of encouraging and empowering other women sounded really awesome, especially making money out of it too and contributing to the income while staying at home. So that's how it started out. But I realized even though fitness and, and nutrition are a big part of my life, 
that's not my expertise. And I wanted to lead with what lights me up and what I understand more, which is mindset and inner work and all of that. And so that's when I kind of took a turn and started my own podcast. And that's when I met you when we were doing the mastermind with Angie Lee. Um, I decided I was going to go with success coaching, which does encompass some strategy because I help moms starting or or uh, growing their business. But all of it is mostly mindset and confidence and believing in yourself, which is a process that I've had to go through and I'm constantly going through um, as my kids grow and we change, you know, phases and things happen. And so the coaching that I do right now um, is one-on-one. And I have lots of free resources with the podcast and with other challenges that I run. Um, but I am actually also transitioning into doing more live events and public speaking or, you know, being featured in other podcasts. This is kind of like the transition that I'm feeling, especially now in 2019, when my kids started school, they just turned three. Um, so this is kind of like what I've been working That's on. That's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more? What is a success coach exactly? So it's interesting because when I wasn't doing the health uh, and fitness anymore and I wanted to transition transition to something else, at first I started helping women with their business. So I was considering calling myself a business coach, but the focus wasn't that. It was helping them grow their business, but it wasn't the strategy that was the focus. It was mostly the mindset, even though there are some, you know, tips for strategy and all of that. So I came across this when I saw somebody else calling themselves that. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to be a success coach because I want women to feel, to find their success, to create their own definition of success, uh, whether they're wanting to have this or just in life, you know, like a happiness, you know? And so then I went on to, to get a certification in success coaching. And that's when I actually learned what it means. And it, it was everything that I was doing already, which is helping people pretty much create their own definition of success and figure out what that is, right? Because sometimes most times we look at others to define success for us, right? Especially now with social media, you look at the, those perfect pictures of families, of bodies, and you think that's the goal. That's the standard to live by. And I challenge women, especially moms, to not see it like that and change their perception to finding what they think is success and really beating or, or marching by the beat of their own drums. Because I feel like there's so much comparison nowadays. I mean, I feel like it's always been like that with women anyways. Um, it's always like mostly about the competition and that's what's so hard with you know finding friends and building friendships and I feel like with motherhood that's potentially even more mm -hmm. exacerbated because we're constantly comparing our husbands we're comparing our lifestyle we're comparing our income we're comparing how cute our kids are how smart they are how much they sleep if they eat well if they're you know if they have the, it's just so much it's a lot of pressure and so that's what I wanted to do is kind of like start this conversation where we understand we are all very different. What works for one person doesn't necessarily work for the next. And that's okay. So that's what that I love means. it. I, I like that. 
I just like that word success versus a business coach or something like that. Like there's just something that really draws me more into that. And it, it, it makes me feel more aligned with it than just, and maybe just cause that's where I'm at, but like business is just like boring and flat and like no flair, but like success just has a different feeling to it. That word does. Yes. I love it. How do you tell somebody to start to put some of those blinders on? So they're not in that compare game of whether it's in your business or your kids or your spot, like how do the heck do we even start to do that? So the first step is wanting to, uh, getting to know yourself better. That's like the very first thing that seems so obvious. Yeah, I know myself, but we don't really, especially as women and as moms, we are constantly busy taking care of everybody else. There's always someone asking something of you. This, this is what I was telling my husband because he was working out of town and he, and he was like, I'm lonely here in the hotel. And I'm like, there's always, I'm not, I'm never lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always someone asking something of me, which leaves very little time for me to realize what myself is asking myself. You know what I mean? So it's hard to pinpoint your needs and even understand your thoughts and the emotions that you go through. And so that's the very first step. And when I work with my clients, and this is what I've been shouting from the rooftops, because that's kind of like what started me on this journey. Uh, Last year, it was actually one of the women that I interviewed that pointed me towards this was taking the Enneagram test. And I'd never heard of it before. And that was really life changing for me, because it made me I like the way, I mean, I've taken several personality tests in life and I'd never taken this one. And so there's something different about this one because I feel like it points to your weaknesses and to your strengths, but it kind of lets you know that even though you are weak in certain areas, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You can work towards improving that, but understanding that the other personality types lack on certain things that you can contribute to and understanding that even though you are imperfect in the way that you are, the world needs you in that way. Mm. And that was so powerful to me because when I read my description and I'm a type three, which is the achiever, I was like, this seems like such a shallow personality. Like all I live for is achieving things and doing things. And, and the weaknesses for this type is, you're always seeking for validation and approval from others. And that's why you have this drive to achieve things. And you're probably going to achieve more than most people around you, but something in you is never fully satisfied. And I could totally relate to that. And that sent me on a path of seeking for internal validation. And I know this is specific to this personality type, but I feel like this can apply to so many women because it feels like we live to please other people of pleasing ourselves. And so then that's when this whole message kind of evolved into saying, you're paying attention to everything around you, but you're not paying attention to your needs. And this can only hurt the people that you love around you, including yourself. So doing stuff like this, taking time daily, to journal and to meditate, to exercise, do things that it's you and you is going to start you on this path of 
finding your idea of success because I can tell you what those practices are going to be like. I can give you ideas, but ultimately you're going to have to be the one that finds what you like. And that could change over time. Maybe your routine changes, your schedule changes, and you're not going to be able to fit certain things anymore. And so this is something for you to find out. And that's what I love so much about this coaching process is that I am not telling you exactly how your life is going to look like. I am giving you tools to figure that out for yourself. Which I think is so powerful. I mean, eventually we all have to get to a point in time where we realize that nobody's going to do it for us. Yes. And we have to start to take that initiative for ourselves. If we really, no matter what it is in business, personal life, your family, like if you want change, you have yes. to start to do that yourself. Totally. And, and it's hard nowadays too, because whatever we look online, I mean, the internet is the perfect example of instant gratification. I mean, if it takes a little bit longer, I, I've had several issues with my cell phone with data running out and it's like, if it doesn't connect right away, you get pissed mm -hmm. off, you know, and because you're so used to things being so immediate and the process of getting to know yourself and creating a life you love is not overnight. There's lots of up and downs. And for some reason with the evolution of society, we lost this concept of it's going to take time. You're going to have to wait and you're not going to see a whole lot for a while, but that doesn't mean it's not working, you know? And, um, so that's why most people are not interested in this process or haven't gone through this process. But once you start doing these things um, to get to know yourself, it is a little bit uncomfortable because all change and growth is uncomfortable, but you kind of get addicted to it. It's like, what else can I find about myself mm. that it's not so pleasant, but that I can use to my advantage and change? You know what I mean? And this is, this is what I have been going through myself and helping other women do. It's like kind of getting addicted to be, to being uncomfortable. <laughs> I like, I like that phrase of that. Like it, because truly all of us know that the only way that we're really going to change is by getting uncomfortable and nobody likes that. But right. I like kind of that, like, we just have to, anything, we have to shift our mindset or our perspective. So like, if you're saying like, Actually, I'm kind of getting addicted to like this push and this uncomfortable yes. feeling. I love that. Yes. Yes. Because that's the only way you're going to change. It's just, just the other day. Um, and that's another thing that I encourage. Of course, starting it on your own is important because it's going to be you and you forever. But having coaches and mentors to help you, it kind of expedites the process because they push you a little bit further than you would push yourself, obviously, because you're, you're you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I was just the other day, somebody told me something and, and, and the beautiful thing about having mentors too, is that your family might have said similar things, but you didn't really accept it because it's people that know you very well. So it's like, whatever, you know, you're just with me all the time. So that's why you notice these things. It's not that big of a deal. But then when you have a complete stranger or somewhat of a stranger, someone that wasn't around you for years, point out certain things that are not ideal or that are harming your business or your life. It's like, whoa, it hurts mm -hmm. because it's like, if you don't know me at all or barely and you've noticed this, it really means I have to work on this. And it's hard to go through that. Why would you ever seek that? You know, just stay the way you are. Uh, it doesn't hurt, <laughs> you yeah. know, 
but you can't evolve. And in my case, I can't grow to reach more women to help more women if I'm not helping myself. So it's, 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 it's back to the, the, the whole thing in the airplane. You can't help the person next to you if you don't put the mask on yourself. For a long time, I, you know, growing up traveling, I was like, that's crazy. If I had a kid, I would totally put the mask on them first. <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't understand like, okay, if you're telling me, I get it, but it doesn't make sense yeah. in my head. Yeah. And now that I have kids myself, that, you know, even hurts my heart to even think about being in a situation like that. But essentially that's what we go through every day. It's just not as urgent because if I don't meditate and if I don't exercise today, it, I'm not going to drop dead, you know? So it, it's again, that immediate, right. Uh, results, but we don't understand the long term, right. If I'm not taking care of myself and looking into myself and getting to know myself, there's no way I can help anybody. They're going to be getting the rest of me and not the best of me. I love that saying too. Um, and so that's why it's so important to get addicted to these, to these things that are going to make you better at the cost of, you know, feeling uncomfortable too. And I, I like what you say too, you know, we don't really look at that's such a, another like great way to look at like, Oh, if I don't meditate today, like what does it matter? And like, mm -hmm. yeah, not every day is going to be perfect, of course. So we just have to be in the yeah. flow with it. But look at how all of those little changes, maybe it's working out, maybe it's eating well, maybe it's whatever it is. All of those little tiny steps every day add up to change. And if we're not yes. taking those little tiny steps, why do we think that anything is ever going to change? Right. Exactly. Like we're just setting ourselves up for these expectations that are actually not even achievable no. in that way. Mm -hmm. And I love expectations because that's something that I've been talking a lot about lately, especially when it comes to other people, because when we put expectations on people, we are setting ourselves up for a failure mm -hmm. because you can't control other people. And that's not to say that everyone is crap. It's, it's just the fact that we are all imperfect. People are going to disappoint you. Heck, you're going to disappoint yourself. But if you put expectations on yourself or really rely on yourself for change, for happiness, for success, then even if you do fail, it's not the same as putting that on somebody else because then you know what need, who needs to change in the situation, right? Who needs to, to, to learn or do whatever to make it better because it didn't work out this time. It's not, I mean, it's always harder when you're trying to work with somebody else versus working with yourself. And that's the whole conversation that I have been starting is why not look to yourself for happiness, for success, for fulfillment, because at the end of the day, you're the only person that can, that you can count on if you think about it, you know? So I love that. I think, um, I think it's in, is it Gary John Bishop's like the unfuck yourself book? And he talks oh. about uh, very similar in that, like you cannot ex like any expectation that you have of somebody is actually like your perceived assumption. Like yes. you cannot control anybody's thoughts or actions or things. And as soon as you start to release that expectation mm -hmm. and just accept people for who they are and where they're at and yourself as well, accept yourself yeah. where you are today, like everything starts yes. to flow better. Definitely a hundred percent. So where do you ever kind of feel the stigma 
from other people or maybe internally of this idea of moms can do it all. Like, can we? Can we do it all? So, well, that's interesting that you say that because I kind of had like a business identity crisis not too long ago because that's what I call my business and that's what I call my podcast, Mom Does It All. And it started with the idea of we are already doing it all because when you raise kids, when you take care of the house, when you, you know, you're taking care of yourself or whatever, you are wearing so many hats that you're already doing it all. And I did get some backlash when I first started my podcast with people saying, but don't dads do it all? Like, what's what's this? And I'm not saying that dads don't have what it takes to do it all or that they don't do it all because they do wear different hats too but I am a mom and it takes being a mom to understand this new reality that comes about when you're responsible for somebody else's needs emotional needs physical needs I mean if especially if you are a stay-at-home mom and uh, one thing that I've learned recently with the kids going to school was that once, once they come home, they're the naughtiest. It's like, you would think they, cause they did, they, they are enjoying it now. Cause at first, you know, it's like crying and everything, but they are enjoying it now. And when they come home, instead of being like super happy or rested or whatever, they're actually naughtier. And I'm like, what is going on? I thought I was going, you know, and it's like when they're very comfortable with you. So it's kind of like you get all of their emotional release mm-hmm. of the things that they couldn't do around other people. Because I was researching, why do my kids act so different around me as opposed to their dad and to other people? It's because they feel the most comfortable with me. They know me. It's okay if they scream and lay on the floor because it's mom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so uh, my husband was working out of town, uh, like I said, and I was mostly doing the single mom thing because he would come in for a couple nights and already have to leave and while he was here he was taking care of other stuff so it was just literally me and the and the three and I started feeling very overwhelmed and being like you know imposter syndrome how am I telling these women that you know you can do it all and that everything is okay no it's not okay this sucks I'm having the hardest time I don't even know if I like being a mom because I just want to go get a job. It's easier to go deal with other adults, clock out and come home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I started having all of these feelings and thoughts in my head. And I started sharing this as I went in my posts, in my podcast. And then, and lots of women started relating to that. And they were like, it's hard. This parenting thing is hard. I went and dropped my kids off today in school, crying behind my sunglasses because I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh. There are other women feeling like this anymore. And then I started questioning. So mom doesn't do it all. Mom sucks. (laughs) And so, um, and then I was like, no, I, with mom does it all. I mean, life is hard. Life is really hard. And being a mom is really hard, but we still do it. So we're struggling. It's not like we're, you know, it's not like it's a breeze daily. It's not. And that's why mom does it all because it's very hard, but we still find a way to do it. You know, our kids scream, but we still find that love and that strength inside of us to feed them, to, you know, to clothe them and to do all the tasks that we need to do. It's not that it's perfect. It's not that the house is clean all of the time, but somehow we have it in us to keep it together for the most part and make it work. 
I think too, there is that thing of like, yeah, you know what? I'm not a mom, but like from just knowing and seeing and observing, mm-hmm. yeah, you do it all, but it doesn't mean that you do it all in one day. It doesn't oh, yeah. mean that you wear every single hat and you master everything. Maybe doing it all means you got your kids to school kind of semi on time and you got home and you fed them that day. Like that's actually yes. doing it all that day. Yes. Yes. And not only that, but if you feel like you, you want to do something outside of motherhood, you all, you can, mm-hmm. you can find the time, which goes back to taking care of yourself. Right. That's kind of like the, the missing piece there that I wanted to add into this whole thing, because that's the, the need that I felt to, encourage other women but maybe for other women it looks like incorporating a hobby or volunteering doing something else for themselves because you already do so much if you really want that you can find the time create the time and do that too because you have to make it a time nobody gave you martin nobody gave you an extra 35 minutes in your day more no. than anyone else to go and work Unfortunately out not. But you go and do it because that's a priority and you know that that's important to you. Yes, priority. Mm -hmm. So what does your coaching program look like and where can people kind of find you in that? So I started out with a program focused on mompreneurs. So it's called uh, Passion and Purpose, Path to Paychecks. I love that. Literally helping women find what they're passionate about, whether they already have a business or not. Cause that's the thing. Sometimes you have a business and the business is not growing and you keep banging your head against the wall, wondering why. And it's because you're not really doing what you love. And that's not to say you're going to quit your business, but you're going to maybe change your message, change your pitch, understand what drives you because that automatically is going to attract more people to you when you're being honest and authentic with what you love. So it's not only for women that don't have a business at all, or for women that have a business and are struggling, okay? And with this program, it's an eight-week program. Uh, We have six modules online with worksheets. So it's a lot of uh, assignments of answering lots of questions. And then we uh, have a call weekly where I kind of keep you accountable and ask you, you know, if you've done your assignments, um, if you have any questions and kind of helping you work through that. And then we, we have two buffer weeks where we kind of do more implementation. The, the first month is very heavy on homework and assignments to really for you to get to know yourself and your ideal client. That's like the focus. And then, of course, content creation and strategies for social media and everything. Um, and then recently, I because I decided I want to work with moms in general, not even if they're wanting to start a business or grow their business, I launched a different program that actually um, focuses on mindset solely. Uh, it actually focuses a lot on self-sabotage mm. and um, helping women get out of their own way and get out of their own heads and understand that the reason why they're not where they want to be is themselves. Like you're stopping yourself from getting to where you want to be. But in order for you to get out of your own way, you have to look into the different ways you've been sabotaging yourself. And so this is what this program looks like. It's all, also eight weeks. And we go through different uh, secret saboteurs that are in play in your life and you have no idea. Uh, so uncovering lots of junk. And this can be beneficial for business too, but we don't talk business at all. It's very a very personal um, work, inner work. And... 
yeah, so I do that. Both of them are eight weeks and we have the, the weekly calls, assignments, lots of different things. And it's, it, it really helps with, you know, getting, getting your head out of the sand and understanding what's going on in your life. Cause I'm all about the awareness first and foremost, and then the encouragement. So first you have to be aware of what the heck is going on. And then you can be encouraged to make changes because you are amazing. Even if you have that, that you don't want to talk about other, you don't even know it's in there. Once you become aware, you have the opportunity to make change and that's beautiful. uh, I'm like, sign me up. Like I am just like, I eat up like (laughs) all of that. Like let's get rid of the self-limiting beliefs. I'm ditching out the sabotage. Like I want it. I, I think everybody would benefit. I I don't even think I know everybody would benefit. We all carry around that baggage all the time. And we don't Mm -hmm. even know that we do most of the time. Totally. Yes. So where can people find you if they are looking to unleash all their crap and be the best version of themselves and really do it all? Yes. Oh, I love that. That should be my favorite. There you go. <laughs> Get rid of all the crap. Just ditch it. You're done. Do it all. Um, yeah. So mom does it all. That's my podcast. Uh, that's me on Instagram. I have a personal account called mom does it all underscore and a podcast account too. mom does it all podcast. My website is marchesburg.coach. And I'm on Facebook as well, just as Marta Spurk. I actually have a free community on there for any women. It doesn't necessarily have to be moms. I have several other women that are not moms that have identified with my message and joined my community. It's called Mom Does It All Community. Um, and I think that's it. Awesome. And everything will be in the show notes so you guys can go and track her down. And awesome. you guys know I always like to end every episode with some fun questions to get you no. Know, Marta, just a tiny, tiny bit better before we wrap up. So what does, I'm very interested in this question, actually, with triplets. Do you have a morning or an evening routine? Morning routine, yes. Not every morning, just like what you said. Sometimes things happen, but I like, um, I've been... I'm not very good with journaling, uh, just free journaling. I like prompts, so I, I keep like a gratitude of writing 10 things and also something I call the brag book, which is writing 10 things I'm proud oh. of myself. Ooh, I love that. That's a yeah. juicy one. I like that. It is because when you do gratitude, you're usually not in it. You're talking about other people and things and whatever that's happened. Right. But you don't say I'm grateful for myself. Right. Um, but you should, you should be proud of yourself because that's part of my program is understanding the things that you've already accomplished because that gives you the confidence to accomplish more. So I love doing that. And recently I started reading a book called may cause miracles by Gabby Bernstein, which is kind of like a journaling in a sense. She invites you to, you know, write about certain things daily. So it's like 40 ish days. And so that's been helping me. And I've loved the idea of having a daily reading that is very short that can give me like a topic for the day, something to think about throughout the day. Um, so I've been loving doing that as well. And I uh, turn my diffuser on, I drink my water, uh, try to do that before I do anything else in the day. Mm, I like that. I like, I love to ask people because I always want to find out new ways that I can change up things. And I love yeah. that brag book. That's, um, that's, mm-hmm. um, that's so empowering. Mm-hmm. It is. Wow. What is your favorite way to unplug? Oh, I guess 
sleeping. I love sleeping. Mm-hmm. I wish I could sleep more. I used to be a total napper before my kids came along. And sometimes I still do take a little nap when, when they nap, which hasn't been very often. <laughs> but I, and that's something that has been hard for me with, you know, building the business. Sometimes I have to, and sometimes that is in my brag book. Like I rested oh, yesterday. That's <laughs> like even I'm better. <laughs> you know, because it's hard. Some days you just want to go, go, go. But resting is very needed and I'm un- and unplugging from social media too. Mm. What is one of your non-negotiables when it comes to your health? I feel like definitely working out. I, I nutrition has always been the, the struggle for me. Um, I feel like there's a lot of emotions that are tied to that, that, you know, kind of keep me from finding the, the ideal situation especially you know holidays and things like that um but working out is something that I need no for the most part right mm-hmm. I mean some days are, are different but that I need no extra push to do it like I know it makes me feel good and I will find a way of of doing it every day what is your super weapon I feel like my super weapon is I wanted to say my heart, um, but I mean in the sense of loving people and loving myself, I guess, self-acceptance first, which is what I've been learning and and, and teaching too. Um, But I guess it is my heart because you can't go wrong when you are kind to yourself and others. Mm, I think everybody needs to hear that. Like I'm going to like loop that over and over again and remind people (laughs) all the time of that. Yes. And what does being fierce mean to you? Oh, being fierce means never giving up no matter what you just, you know, you have to first find what you're really, really passionate about. And even if it's not a hundred percent clear, it's like, this is the direction that I'm going and I'll see what happens on the way. But just never stop walking. Mm, just re- and it doesn't release the how. Yes, exactly. And this is something that somebody else that I interviewed the other day said. It's not even about sprinting because then you get tired and then you lose momentum and you're barely moving. It's just about walking. It doesn't matter, you know, the speed. If you don't stop, you're going to get wherever you want to get eventually. <laughs> and that kind of encompasses, that's like the perfect answer for you because that encompasses mom does it all. It's again, yes. it's, you're doing it. It doesn't, yes. it's not perfect every day. It's not done mm-hmm. all in one day, but you're doing mm-hmm. it all. Yes, totally. Thank you. I love that. Oh, this has been wonderful. I cannot wait to, uh, one, your podcast is amazing. And just to Thank continue you. to see how you empower and inspire women and build them up because you are building such an incredible community and a change. And I, it's exciting to watch. Thank you. It's been amazing. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.